This is Steal This Sermon number 248, Three Notes in Three Bottles. To me, preparing these sermons is rather like writing down a note, putting that note in a glass bottle, putting a cork in the bottle, then throwing the bottle into the ocean. What happens to it, once I get done recording it, is out of my hands. The currents and undertows will take it where it will. Someone will pick it up on a far shore. No one will pick it up. Or it will bob on in silence until the end of time. Today I'm going to throw out three bottles. The message in bottle one is, don't worry so much about the guy in the Washington, D.C. White House. Worry about the guy in the White House that's across the street from you. You can't do much for Joe in D.C., but you have hundreds of chances to do things for Joe across the way. What does he need? How can you make his life easier? How can you make sure that he knows that he matters? Jesus didn't spend his time worrying about the head honcho in Rome or the governor in Jerusalem. Who did Jesus pay attention to? Thirsty people at weddings. Lepers, sick children, a woman about to be stoned, a police officer whose ear had been cut off. Jesus went about his pathway and was always on the lookout to be useful to the people on his block. Message in bottle number two. Work on your left-handed basketball shot until it's as good as your right-handed shot. Seems like kind of an odd message, but... The reality is, is all of us tend to do those things that are easy for us, the things that we're naturally good at. We avoid the left-handed shot that is hard for us to do because we aren't naturally proficient at it. Kind of human nature, it seems. Now, Jesus in his ministry over and over and over challenged people to work on that left-handed shot. He challenged inarticulate fishermen to become preachers and evangelizers and healers. He challenged angry, violent mobs to find their better selves. He challenged a clearly virtuous, clearly rule-following, top-of-his-class young man to sell his stuff and follow me. What important things are hard for you to do? What is worth doing? But what is outside of your comfort zone? What will stretch your very soul? Get out there and work on that left hand. It is meant to be used and it will lead you to your true path. The message in bottle number three, be like Butkus. Find a good outlet for what is not a good part of your nature. Dick Butkus was a dementedly violent linebacker for the Chicago Bears of 50 years gone by. Dick died this week. As a football player, he found a wonderful outlet for his basic drive to hit as many people as he could, as hard as he could, as often as he could. Outside of a football field, as a young man, this part of him got him into no end of troubles, as one would have predicted. Street fights, bar fights, any chance to mix it up was a good day for Dick. But football found him, he found football. In it, he found a socially acceptable outlet for his violent soul. His teammates hated him 
because he played every half-speed team practice as if it was the championship game. He smashed them. He pounded them. He hurt them. They hated him until Sunday when, he jo- when they joined the tens of thousands of Bear fans cheering his ear-popping tackles. He was a hero in Chicago. He couldn't buy a beer in that town. Without football, he no doubt would have spent his life in jail when one of his fights ended up with a still body. Jesus wouldn't have been much of a linebacker, but he whipped the buyers and the sellers in the temple in a release of a deep inner rage. He knew that rage when he saw it in mobs that he came across all too often in his ministry. He had felt their wrath. He understood them. He had transformed that willingness to resort to violence into an iron wheel, iron will to never back down. He never backed down to high priests. He never backed down to mobs. He never backed down to kings. He never backed down to Pontius Pilate. His theme was, I won't back down. He wasn't alone in having parts of himself that uh, were generally destructive. Matthew went from cooking the books as a tax collector to writing the good book, his gospel. Same skills, different use. Paul ruthlessly hunted down Christians until he saw the light and built an organization using those same skills. That organization has changed the world. In our age, Alcoholics Anonymous preaches that you are an addict, and you will always be an addict. Don't try to suppress it. Learn to redirect it. What is it that is part of your nature that is destructive to yourself, destructive to others, or is destructive to building community? Don't suppress it. It won't work. Redirect it toward goals that are more noble and less destructive. Redirect. Redirect it toward a path that you were meant for. Redirect it toward your better self. Be like Dick. So now, I watch as these three bottles float away to somewhere, to nowhere, to who knows where. One can only hope. Amen. Hallelujah.